0: yo what's up cluck listeners ted cluck here chiming in to tell you about a brand new product from our brand new line of cluck podcast swag these are cluck podcast specialty socks own a piece of your favorite podcast these high performance athletic socks are perfect for football boxing any other athletic endeavor or just relaxed podcast listening these socks work as hard as the farm kid josh loftus yet are as soft and cuddly as Ted Cluck himself. These are just the beginning of the Cluck product line boxing gloves, cleats, and apparel forthcoming. Check out the link in the show notes for Cluck Podcast Specialty Socks.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it.
0: Ted, my man, what is going on? It's good to see you, as always. Uh, Great to see you, baby. The the man bun is looking good on your end. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. I just just took a run, got my road work in, did a few rounds on the bag. Mm -hmm. Feeling good here, dude. These are the last few kind of languid days of summer before the chaos of school starts, so I'm getting all the... You know yeah. all the workouts in coaching's back in full swing, but uh, yep. but yeah, I'm yep. I'm good, man. Enjoying it, legit. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So,
0: uh, dude, I had a question for you because yeah. we we were talking about stuff
1: before we hit record. Mm-hmm. We will get to that, but I had a I had a, a prelim question. Yeah, where where were you when you sent me the picture of a strong man wearing our socks?
0: Yeah. Okay. So I was actually just at my house hanging out with my son. And that's our friend, Ben Herrera. Shout out Ben Herrera. He's a listener to the okay. show. Big fan. Uh, he's this awesome dude that we met through Camp Baracal up in Michigan. And okay. Ben Herrera does. Right. He's, a, he's a power lifter, super strong guy. And he does. Oh, bye, baby. Love that you. That is awesome. You look really nice. Yeah, Aww. KK's going to get her Aww. haircut. She's been looking really cute lately. Um, yeah, yeah, hey, it's nice, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's guy nice. <laughs> but anyway, poor Ben Herrera got. Uh, yeah, got, yeah. Know, Sorry, Ben. We got Sorry. off topic. Ben, Ben, yeah. who is arguably not as cute but much stronger. Yeah, not as cute but much stronger. I think that's a good much way to stronger. say it. But yeah, Ben yeah. was doing one of these like. Did you ever watch, like, strongman competitions on, like, oh, ESPN yeah. oh, 6 dude, or whatever? Dude,
1: I watched them all the t- like Like, I could list you. I could give you a list of the top strongmen today. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, They're, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. picking I up
0: boulders them. and dragging airplanes and yeah, doing the whole thing. Yeah, throwing,
1: throwing, like, like beer coolers over, yeah. like, pole vaults. Yeah.
0: Anyway, my, my guy, Ben Herrera, does these. And in honor of our program, he wore his Cluck athletic socks in... The strongman comp. And dude, during the comp? During the comp, dude. What a stud. What a stud. What a tier one. I love it. Stud. Alpha, dude. Dude, I got to tell you. That's some premium toxic masculinity right there. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) I've been wearing them out to
0: football practice, man, out at Lane, and I've been wearing them under my cleats because, you know, I cleat up for practice, dude. Because oh, yeah. I'm out there, I'm running the sprints, I'm I'm doing it. So good for you, dude. And I gotta tell you, like all kind of personal bias aside, yeah. these are some of the most comfortable athletic socks I've worn. They're, they're really comfy nice. Socks. Yeah, they're very yeah, they comfy are, socks. Yeah. So yeah, I like them. <laughs> anyway, it's uh it's it's fun. It's good to see that not yeah. only have we made show swag, we've we got a good product out there. So uh, if you yeah. haven't done so already, run to the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get get your hands on some socks. Although my my supply is dwindling, I'm gonna have to reorder soon, man. Dude, um, well, that just means people like them, baby. People love them, baby. We're we're I love it. They're flying off the shelves. Yeah. so uh, that's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. puts uh, puts
1: a little money in the pocket. That's right, baby. Yeah,
0: and, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. We're about to put some more money in the pocket with some uh, some impending sponsorship deals. Uh, mm-hmm. I may have something going with my university again, so I need to I need to chase that down. Right um yeah, so we'll we'll get that thing going. Uh we got our Green Hill uh partnership on the horizon with the boxing gloves. I apologize for how long it's taken. Dude, I cannot wait to wear a pair of leather lace up cluck boxing gloves into the ring for sparring. Uh Dude, it's just gonna be I, might,
1: epic. I don't know. It's been I don't know if I've been so excited about a sponsorship yeah. like or or, or or products than yeah than this one like having our own personalized boxing gloves
0: i know i know dude that was a dream get any more elite than that man dude that was a little dream it was the little glimmer of a of a dream on the horizon and and we chased it down and we made it happen so uh yeah i i can't wait um yeah the only thing
1: that i think the only thing that i think would get me out of bed faster yeah would be like a like a cluck smoking jacket or or something like that. You know, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like we don't ever stop dreaming.
0: Yeah. Now we could, we could explore that. I mean, we could absolutely explore it. There's no, I'm, I'm in a yes mood. You know, I'm in a yes mood, and I'm in a uh, anything can happen type. kind of mood. Yeah. So we got to get you into a little cluck smoking jacket. In, Everything's in coming too. up yeses. Everything's yeah, coming love up it. yeses. Absolutely, I
1: love it. I love it. Dude. Yeah, dude, I am. It's like so. You know what? What we were talking about before is I. I want someone to spar with. Yeah. You know, but what's so hard about that is that you you have to find. A very particular individual because I'm sure you've run into this, Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when, when you grew up doing contact sports, yeah, right? Like we did. Yeah. When you're when when you're outside of the realm where it's it it makes sense to do those sports, usually yeah. high school or college, right? Yeah. But you still want to like engage in it, right? You wanna yeah. maybe do some wrestling, you wanna do some boxing, you know, you know, some light, some light sparring, things like that. Yeah. It's so hard to find Someone who will do it with you, yeah uh, in a way that 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 like keeps I mean frankly just keeps keeps the ego out of it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such an interesting proposition and it is it so is. much fun. and I've been blessed at various stages in my life, you know in in Michigan, when we had the ring in the basement and I worked with my my pro fighter Sam Coming, shout out Sam Coming, stud. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was in the middle of his pro career and he was awesome because we were friends and he didn't have anything to prove. He was just trying to get rounds in, you know, so I would help him get ready for fights by like just giving him quality heavyweight rounds, but we weren't trying to kill each other. And I'd had some scenarios in the gym before, like early in my adult life when I was just learning to box in these kind of hard scrabble gyms where like you would get into some gym wars you know right. and i'm not oh, looking yeah. to get into gym wars at age 47 like i want to honestly for lack of a better term i want to be in there with somebody who cares for me and who i care for you know right. and and right. it used to be sam and now it's my son tristan who you know is big strong athletic really learning the sport like i teach him things and then he like punishes me with it like two sessions later you know right. and i'm like right. oh this is sinking in for him and it's fun but He's not trying to kill me i'm I'm not trying to hurt him. It's good competitive sparring, but it we we don't get hurt, you know we're not we're right. not hurting right. each other and um it's great because it's something we can fully look forward to it. We don't have to be nervous about it. Um, it's a really fun little deal. and yeah, people like that are hard to find who like they're they're so secure in who they are. Like they don't have to use every session or every round in the gym as like a, a proving ground, you know.
1: Well, well, and it's it's finding just a person because here, like this, this goes beyond just contact sports. Mm-hmm. It's finding a person that understands and knows how to keep the dial at like a seven yes you know yeah. you know and i mean and and, and i think it, at the end of the day i think it's just it's just self-control yeah right yeah i, mean, I, I think i think people just lack self-control mm-hmm. because you let you, either your ego get in the way or or your emotions or whatever it is right yeah um and you, you it's hard to find individuals that are really good mm-hmm. at knowing where to keep that dial and yeah. that's really important in contact sports because yeah it. I'm not you know just like you. I'm not looking I'm not looking to get my face you know shoved in. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking f- I'm looking to get a sweat. Yeah. And 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 you know if I'm honest like I was telling a friend the other day that doesn't spar mm-hmm. and they didn't get it. But I said mm-hmm. look, I I it's hard for me to explain to you. But it sometimes yeah. It actually feels good to kind of get popped in the face oh i agree hard yeah not too hard but but just that little pop where it wakes you up yeah you know like i miss that and he's like why would you want to get hit in the face i'm like i just i can't explain it any more than that dude i 100% resonate with that
0: and i i used to love it and i i still love it and there's that little like you get a little taste of blood, and yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, some some people are just wired that way, and and yet to your point, and it was such, it was such a good point. I don't want to let it like get lost in this. Um, I think part of being a good man is realizing you don't always have to dial things up to a ten. And yeah. I think some of us were yeah. raised and steeped in this tradition of like it's always a zero sum game in athletics where you have to win every rep and you have to. You're, right. you're out for blood every single time, and you know. The older I've gotten, the more I've I've realized I really do enjoy athletics and working out in like sports scenarios more. When I'm I'm not trying to do this pathological Michael Jordan got to win all the time thing, and and right. I can actually enjoy the people I'm with, you know. And yeah. I, I just think that goes for a lot of things in the life of a man. Like just even the way you interact with people, like you meet people in life, Josh, who like they have to win every interaction. Like they have to be Mm. the most impressive person in the interaction. And it's just, right. It's exhausting and and kind of insufferable.
1: That is literally the adjective I was going to use. It is exhausted. Yeah. It's because you, it, 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 what it ends up doing is just it just shuts everything down mm-hmm. because everything becomes about this person. Mm-hmm. Everything is filtered through this person's personality, mm-hmm. and we've all met people like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and if we're gonna be honest, like some of us might have been that person at times in the room. You know Dude, I kn- I know
0: for a fact, to my shame, I was that person for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I dislike it, and I and I actually. Even to that's this, probably why we see it so well is because we yeah, used, like like we used to be it. Even to this day, I can feel it bubbling up inside of me at certain points, and I don't like it. You know, mm. like when when I can see it building on the horizon, I'm like, ooh, that's that's bad. I don't want to be that guy again. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. I, I really hope you can find somebody like that who you can spar with and kind of enjoy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm sure they're out there but yeah. they're they're hard to find you know they don't they come along every day
1: yep 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 well the list of things that, that that we'll have to check off the box is just growing. Yeah. Whenever I make it out to Tennessee. Yeah.
0: Hundred um, percent. We'll get you, you know, in the ring, but, and I'll actually oh, let yeah. you work with. Um, I'll let you work with my son a little bit too. I, I think oh, you would enjoy be- working with him.
1: <laughs> you just want to see him beat up on me. That, I, that's what no, you want. No, I don't. You
0: you, you want to get a
1: little fartherly pride.
0: And be like, no, yeah, right. and he's <laughs> he's he's such a good dude. He wouldn't. But yeah. I think it would be fun for him to move around with somebody else. You know because yeah. He's only ever sparred with me, and sure, sure, you know we're, we've kind of learned each other to such a degree. You know, he yeah. kind of knows what I do, and I know what he likes to do. And you right. know, I'm I'm pushing myself to kind of switch it up with him stylistically, and yeah, like some sessions I'll really, you know, press and kind of bring the bring the session to him, and then some some days I'll kind of lay back and just try to counterpunch and uh, yeah. just give him different looks, but. Um, well, I mean,
1: you'll have to tell him, all right, you're going from, you're going from like Tyson Fury to like Butterbean.
0: Okay. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so dude, it's so keep, funny. Let's
1: keep expectations where, where they should
0: be. It's so funny. You mentioned Butterbean. I was thinking about him today, actually, for some dude, reason. Have you,
1: have you seen, have you seen his, his like, so, well, you're not on social media. No. So, so he's like training for like an exhibition fight right now. Sure. He's lost like, like, like. 250 pounds does he look good yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah dude, I send mean, me yeah, send I mean, me I mean, some look look Butterby yeah. never looked good yeah
0: that's right that's you, right you know yeah. um
1: but but dude he he, like he's he's dude he's send me some stuff in, dude he's, i will he's I will. gotta be
0: over. every bit of my age if not a little older well you know? let's look let's yeah. look
1: right now let's 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 do a little uh let's do a little here we go dude Butterbean. hold your hold
0: your phone up to the to the screen so I could see what it he, looks
1: like. Dude, he's 57
0: right now. Oh my gosh, he's way older than me. He way older than you, dude. And he's getting okay. back in the ring? He's getting back in the ring, dude. Good for he's him, been doing man. like for him. That's awesome. He's
1: been doing uh He's been doing like like workouts and things like that. Okay. That's awesome. All right, here we go. Yeah, I mean, he's super old. I mean, yeah, he's definitely old looking, but
0: Yeah. But he's putting work in, he's man. He's putting work in, man. He's doing the work and see that? Uh, Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what fight he's. I mean,
1: Lord forbid it's Jake Paul. There's no, no way. No, gosh, that'd be um, awful, dude. I. I'd I like don't to see make this all about boxing, but no, no.
0: I know. I'd yeah. like to see Butterbean fight another like old heavyweight. You know, that would be cool. You know, like one of the one of the guys I interviewed for facing Tyson, maybe somebody of that vintage who that would be. You neat. know, they would be of a similar age, and I I know some of those guys still train and they still get yeah. in the gym and move around, so. That'd yeah. be that'd be a lot of fun. Butterbean was, you know, he he took a lot of not heat, but like, you know, he was a little bit of a punchline in the industry. But but I have to say he they called him the king of the four rounders like he really was a good four round fighter, you know, and well, he
1: had a jaw of just
0: granite. Yeah, he wasn't going to he wasn't going to last eight rounds or 10 rounds or whatever, but he could he could put on a good show for four rounds. And uh, I give yeah. him a lot of a lot of props for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, if you could have, okay, this is an interesting question. Yeah. If you, who are, who is like your Mount Rushmore of, uh, I don't know if I want to say just athletes. Yeah. if we, it, Like, like what is your Mount Rushmore of, let's just say public figures mm-hmm. to have on this podcast as like a guest?
0: Oh, interesting, man. Yeah, public figures or athletes to have in the pod as a guest. It's hard to think about because we don't really do guess. And I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. I, I know. My, my cat just jumped up. My kitten, Harriet, just jumped up on, um, on my desk. Yeah, dude, she's so cute. I, this is the kitten that I got from Can Megan Barata, me. who, was like, the, oh, okay. yeah, who was the illustrator on... Um, Flex three, the dog lives, which is a book everybody should buy. But what what kind of cat is Harriet? Um, I'm bad at knowing like the different. I think she's a tabby. Like, like is she like orange? Is she striped? She's is like she orange brown? and black and like kind of okay mixed, uh, mixed, Mi- mixed <laughs> color scheme. Yeah, mixed colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's cute though, yeah. man. She's very yeah. precocious. But yeah, yeah. Mount Rushmore of people I'd like to have on the pod slash athletes. I mean. I would have said Mike Tyson because I find him to be a really fascinating person, but like yeah. the kind of like pot advocate Mike Tyson, that that makes everybody like 33% more boring. Mm. Um, and it's happened yeah. with a bunch of guys who I used to find interesting. So like Tyson, Ricky Williams, the old Texas running back um, yeah. is now a big like weed guy. I don't know when, when, a, when a guy takes on a weed guy as like a persona, it makes me like. The gradations less interested in that person. Well,
1: it do okay. That's an interesting thing, is because yeah. it 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 one it's so common. Yeah, and two, like it's just like it 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 really has turned into just like the 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 beige personality traits. Yeah, it's like oh now you're the weed guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. same with everyone else. Like, yeah, awesome, if you if you, you tell know? me somebody's if-
0: a weed guy, like I I really got. <laughs> So, this is interesting. I got excited about listening to Rick Rubin's podcast when I heard that he had one. And
1: yeah. then I listened
0: to a couple apps, and I was like, "Oh, it's just weed guys kind of doing weed guy things." Right. And it was right. so sort of slow and weed guyish I couldn't I couldn't <laughs>
1: and weed guyish. you know,
0: I couldn't really like <laughs> enjoy it. So yeah, but in theory, I should have enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, so yeah, other other public figures. Slash athletes who I'd like to get on the show. Dude, there was this guy, and honestly, this guy has had like the life that I wish I could have had. And he's he's just a little bit younger than me. And I I know he's had problems off the field and out of the ring and stuff. So I want to say this respectfully. There was this dude who played safety for Notre Dame like one iteration past like when I played. So he would have been playing in like late nineties, early two thousands. His name was Tommy Zibikowski. Uh, he was this Polish kid from Chicago. Like, he was built in a lab to go to Notre Dame, right? And he played at, okay. I think, Buffalo Grove High School and then and then matriculated at Notre Dame as kind of a, a Chicago high school legend. And he was All-American at Notre Dame, had a cup of coffee in the league, played a few years in the NFL. Just a cool-looking person, cool yeah. persona, played hard, played a cool-looking game, if that makes sense. He was physical. He was the kind of safety you'd want to be. But then, yeah. like, he was a boxer. And so, as his his NFL career was winding down, he had, like, I don't know, five or six pro fights. And I would look from afar at Tommy Zabikowski and go, gosh dang, dude, that, what a life. You know, like, yeah. he's, he's... Is it that guy? That's the guy. Yeah, done it that's on the him. field, okay. done it in the ring, yeah. good-looking dude. Yeah. Like, aspirationally, that would be a life. And, and so... He's somebody I don't know him and I don't know anybody who knows him and I don't know that he knows the Lord, but he's somebody who I'd love to do a book project with or some kind of creative mm, project. So I, I yeah. think he'd be a fun interview and he'd be fun to get on the show and just yeah. a very interesting life to me. You know.
1: Dude, what do you what do you look for when you when you are wanting to do like basically ghostwrite like yeah. someone's book or, you know, you know, someone, someone's biography. Yeah. What are you looking for in terms of traits in that person to be like, yes, I want, I want to work Yeah. with this person.
0: Honestly, Josh, and I'm so naive and this is going to, this is going to out me as a certain kind of naive person. I just want somebody genuine and likable and humble and kind yeah, and f- friendly And that almost never happens, you know, like that's the, that's the nature of this thing is that when you're catching people at a level of fame where they can sell a book, you're also catching him and you're catching that person at their most insufferable moment, probably, Uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's like this weird inverse relationship. And yet, and this is the sad part, I always go into it kind of hoping that we'll be friends. You know, yeah. I go into it going, <laughs> I know, dude. It's sad, <laughs> dude, and it's
1: that makes me that makes me kind of sad. Well, it's <laughs> it's transparent, right? And it's yeah. it's a different kind yeah. of
0: sadness now than it was when I first ghost wrote. I was still really young, and and my first ghostwriting project was with this NFL like Hall of Famer who I grew up like watching on TV. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe we'll be friends. You know? Right, and right, and you know, right. you have these kind of like vestiges yeah. of childhood. We'll get each
1: that, other's numbers, maybe we'll like hang out. And we sometimes. did. I mean, we you had know? each other's
0: numbers and we did hang out for the book, but then like the money thing got weird and I kind of got screwed out of a little money <laughs> during it. Oh, and I'm goodness. like, Oh, we're not we're definitely not gonna be friends. You yeah. know? And yeah. if that's the way you're gonna do me financially, then we're for sure not gonna be friends. So then it became this True. like kind of awkward thing, you know? And that was the first one. And then since then, they've all been kind of some version of that. I'll I'll say this, the best one, and I can say this person's name, I think. I don't think it's weird or any sort of contractual thing, but I did one with um, Zach Ertz, the old tight end from the Philadelphia Eagles. He's now with Arizona. That one was really pleasant. Like, I really, I enjoyed him as a person and we didn't become best friends. We're not like, texting to this day or whatever but yeah, it was very yeah. friendly and and cool and that was that was probably the best one but yeah um but yeah no the nature of 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 you know ghostwriting is you're catching people at a kind of heady egotistical insufferable moment mm. but i still i'm still naive enough to want to chase a good one you know and and it's yeah. why when you mentioned yeah. James Hetfield the other day i was kind of like huh you know it seems like he's had a moment of humility, yeah, and he's changed some, and he's a different person than he used to be. So maybe right. it would be fun, you know, and maybe yeah. it would be a cool experience, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah. Well, dude, I'm, I'm, dude, I still hope you get that one. I, I hope that, I do too. I I, 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 re- I
0: floated it by my agent, yeah, and of course he doesn't know anybody who knows Hatfield because why would he? But um, yeah. but I'm I'm not giving up yet. You know, I'm still yeah, I'm still putting the feelers out there, and and we'll oh, see absolutely. we'll see what happens. But um, to your question. I think the other things that you look for are, you know, a certain kind of willingness to do self-examination, you know, Mm. a certain cultivation of self-doubt, humility, whatever you want to call it, Um, the the not needing to be the hero of every story. And I think Mm. the worst ghostwriting projects I've ever done have been the ones where the guys clearly had this desire to be like the the impressive guy on every page, you know? Right. There's gotta be some vulnerability, some humility, some knowability there. um, Or else the book is just flat out gonna suck. And some of these have been garbage. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Have Um,
1: you, have you gotten, have you had one? Now, I'm not asking you to name names because I know you can't. Yeah. But like, have you had projects where like, you got like a quarter in and you're like, this is going to be absolute hot trash because this, like, I don't know what I got myself into, but now oh, yeah. I'm like, con- I'm contractually obligated Dude, to finish, 100%. And yeah. I don't want to finish this book.
0: <laughs> no, 100%. And some of them, I'll say this, if any of my ghostwriting clients are listening, which I'm sure they're not, like, some of them have been good. And and yeah, there was one in particular that I did with a guy about, um adop- adopting from korea you know it was he had done this documentary about like korean special needs adoptions and that one was phenomenal like that one yeah. it turned out really good he was really great to work with but i almost put that in a different bucket because he wasn't really a famous person you know sure was, sure sure he was somebody yeah. with like a legitimately good story and yeah. i think that's the other thing you're looking for is somebody who actually has something to say you know, right. and the, the ones that end up being hot trash are the ones where clearly this person has nothing to say. They don't read. They don't right. have any interest in writing. It's just kind of a, I'm doing this because I'm famous enough to do it right now. Like, it's an right. ego thing, you know. Right, right, yeah. exactly. It's like another exactly. acquisition. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Just
1: b- b- basically something else they can put on their mm-hmm. uh, 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 wiki page like mm-hmm. and author. Yeah, and yeah, author yeah. exactly.
0: So, I'll I'll ask you the same question aspirationally yeah. as far as people you'd want to have on the program, like who would be a couple for you?
1: Yeah, dude. So like I I don't gravitate so much toward athletes just cuz there's not a lot of athletes that I think like mm-hmm. that that I honestly look at and think they would be a fun hang.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know?
1: You know cuz just, you know, I think
0: And I can tell you from experience, you're right. You know, okay, that is that okay, is a good yeah. impulse. Yeah. <laughs> Most sure, of them sure, are not sure. a fun hang yeah
1: yeah yeah like i think there's probably some like musical artists Mm -hmm. just from childhood that just for nostalgia reasons would be fun to talk to but again you risk because i've run into this too dude you risk you risk having those memories tainted yes you do you know because you have you put these guys on a certain pedestal yeah and then you end up talking to them
0: and you're like you're awful yeah like i don't like you at all meeting your heroes is a tough thing do um, that they say never do it they say never do it I'll, I'll tell you a couple yeah. that went well though yeah um and and these these guys one of them was kind of a childhood hero but the other one is just somebody that I somebody famous that I kind of admired who I got mm-hmm. to interview Tony Dungy the old coach oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know yeah, coach Cowboys Tampa or, or, and, or no 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 yeah uh, he coached the Bucks and the Colts yeah yeah, um, That's right. and was a long-time defensive coordinator before that. Like, really quality person, you know? Like, I yeah. enjoyed my interactions with him felt genuine, and like the persona that he was putting out there in the public sphere felt really genuine to who he was, and mm. that was a good one. I got a chance to meet Mike Singletary, the old middle linebacker of the Chicago Bears who's in the Hall of Fame, we didn't yep. do a project together, but I just interacted with him some when I was at the Senior Bowl years ago doing a different project. And he was, he was the head coach of the 49ers at the time. And yep. he also seemed genuine and cool. So those are two that went well. Yep. Um, I think it'd be fun just merely to assuage my curiosity to have Brad Pitt on the program. Like, because <laughs> he's know. <laughs> he's Midwestern, dude. Like he has yeah he has Midwestern sure. roots. So I think deep down in there somewhere, yeah, is probably a guy who desires to be one of the boys and and be down mm-hmm. to earth and just be genuine. And I would. I would love to sort of tease that out and see where we would get with it, you know? I
1: think with your Midwestern charm and my P&W swag, I think we'd be a... A A winsome combination for old Brad. Just so winsome. Yes, absolutely winsome. I think we would. We'd just winsome him off his feet.
0: I don't disagree. We really would. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one bit. I like it. I love it. Well, Ted, uh, before we get out of here, man, we still have a little bit of time. I wanted to ask you this question. Yeah. And uh, I want to ask our listeners, too so listeners throw your answers in the comments of whatever social media platform you are listening to this on um ted i want to talk about youtube youtube rabbit holes all right now i don't know if you're a youtube guy
0: um i I would say i'm probably kind of a light casual youtube guy i only use it for a couple very specific things but keep going okay keep keep going on your question we'll get into what i use it for Sure, sure, sure.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Well, that's that that that's basically what the question is going to be is is I will find myself um getting into YouTube rabbit holes where mm-hmm. I will go through seasons mm-hmm. where I am just I'm watching a very specific type of video. Mm-hmm. Uh just just like for like a month. Yeah. Right? And then I kind of get bored of it and then it moves on to something else, right? So Interesting. so so a couple of years, so actually it wasn't it was like a year ago. I got really into like this like 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 um, um, survival bushwhacking. OK, like where it's these guys who just they literally go out like into the snow yeah. and survive for three days. They build their shelters. They 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 make their fires out of like sticks and, yeah. you know, and then Dude, I know their we've
0: food. I know we've probably talked about this. And if so, please stop me. And I mean that. Have you watched the show alone? The Dude. survival show?
1: My my wife and I absolutely love it. Yeah, we love we it just, too. It's a good we show. We just yeah. we just finished the the second season because there's only two seasons on Netflix right now. Yeah, but it's just, it's one of those shows where, um, like that's that's what ended up getting me into these YouTube rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, is because right. I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. And what's different about this show versus any of the other shows is that I is that in all those other shows, right? Mm-hmm you never have the sense that it's actually real because they have a camera crew following them right right you know what yeah. i'm saying like i mean i mean and it's just uh, okay how real is this actually yeah. but that show they give them the cameras yeah and they're like we'll see you later we're going to do a health check on you in 30 days yeah i know Call dude. A that show break is a leg, wild you know it's it's, nuts, it's
0: crazy dude. and they get injured I, out there absolutely. and Oh dude, they're getting
1: dysentery. Like yeah. it's it's just great. I like I love that show. Yeah. So anyway, that's one example, right? right? Uh I I went through like a massive like like pro wrestling YouTube hole. Oh no, right? that's a fun one, dude. Okay, that's a fun one, but yeah. I think I think you're going to like this most recent one. Okay. Okay, this most recent one is dude, I am on a kick right now of watching pick sixes by defensive linemen (laughs) dude Dude, that is so oddly specific specific. it's so specific dude but watch here's the thing i have a theory though okay Okay? that defense those players there is nothing Mm -hmm. that will make a group of defensive backs block harder yeah. Then when one of their big boys has the ball, oh and they're like, gosh, "We're dude. we're giving yeah. this boy this boy, uh, we're giving him the touchdown. We're gonna we are let not, let not gonna rest, yeah, dude. Yeah. And that ground, the ground is shaken. Yeah, right, dude. He needs oxygen after he oh, runs those, those those forty yards. Hundred percent, you know. And 100%. like watching these tiny defensive backs yeah. block their ever loving hearts out because, yeah. doggone it, my big boy's getting this touchdown if it kills me, dude. I, I am I'm it. such a it's. I love it, dude. I'm watching That's like, such like compilations thing. and no, like playlists. Me, yeah, I
0: have questions. <laughs> give me give me a couple like memorable ones, players, scenarios, oh, eras gosh. Um, that you've enjoyed.
1: Some of my favorite ones are when it's like like the TV's really grainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like it's you know, it's from the eighties and nineties, sure. right? Yeah. Um I'm trying to remember. Let me see. Let me let me let me pull up one of my lists here. Yeah, yeah. Um Lineman. Mm-hmm touchdowns yeah oh there's just something just yeah yeah oh dude and okay okay and another like another aspect of it Mm -hmm. and this is why i like the old ones too is because the announcers were more free to say stuff oh yeah like now everything's pc you can't say stuff today right but back then dude like they were they would (laughs) Like
0: they would like, make fun of like, like uh, the guy's physique. Oh, he's and, like, yeah. yeah, dude.
1: It's like there's a big man running. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, right. He's
1: carrying that like the, it's the last pork chop. Yeah, know yeah, exactly. And just I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but look, like like it's literally just playlist after playlist. Yeah. of 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 oh, lineman lineman. Yeah, touchdowns. That's really good. That's really good, I, dude. Seeing those big the big guys and the way that they. The way that they carry the ball too, because yeah. every lineman, it like it's the exact same thing. Every lineman picks it up, and you see on their face, like I've never been in this position before. And he cradle, he cradles yeah. that ball, dude. Like it's that's a super baby. funny.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that's really funny. Yeah.
1: So that that's one that I'm in right now, and yeah. I'm wondering, do you do you have anything like this where you're just like, I don't know why I'm on this kick.
0: Yeah. But I'm gonna ride this kick out for as long as long well, as it lasts. Mine are not nearly as entertaining, and I, I always know why I'm on the kick. You know, okay, and it's, it's okay. because I'm super interested in doing something myself, and I'll watch YouTube's to support it. So, like, I'll go down like heavyweight sparring session rabbit holes. Oh, so there's yeah, something about yeah. watching. Mid-level heavyweights, even or obviously high-level heavyweights, or even like lighter weight guys sparring, like Canelo Alvarez sparring sessions. Yeah, you know, seeing these guys work in the gym, it's just a little bit more intimate. The sound is incredible. You know, somebody's on the ring apron, like filming it, and it's just really fun to see these guys work in a sparring mm-hmm. session. Mike mm-hmm. Tyson sparring sessions are legendary, and dude, you can go down a YouTube Tyson sparring rabbit hole where there's like raw. Like, news channel footage, like ABC, I don't know, they had a guy on the ring apron for, like, an hour of Tyson sparring in, like, Tokyo getting ready for the Tony Tubbs fight, and yeah. they would just put heavyweight after heavyweight after heavyweight in with Tyson, and he's moving around the ring working with these guys, and it's just so fun to watch, so I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Dude, Tyson working the heavy bag is a unique oh, kind of YouTube rabbit it's hole. It's so loud. It's so loud and so impressive, dude. Tyson working the heavy bag is one of the more impressive things you'll see. Um yeah. Offensive line, like, coaching clinic rabbit holes. So a lot of these guys, a lot of these O-line coaches, will, put, they'll put their coaching clinic, like, film sessions and presentations on YouTube. And yeah. that's a really fun watch. If you're interested in O-line play at all, you get, like practice cut ups from you know NFL teams and players that you would recognize and you get to yeah. watch watch that. I'll I'll watch a lot a lot of like O line, D line, one on one uh like pass rush. So yep. pass rush cut ups from like the senior bowl and practices and stuff like that. It's really fun, man. So yeah. stuff like that. It's it's not sexy. Yeah. It's nothing it's nothing that like our listeners would be interested in. And it but it is a window into like the boring crap that I fixate on from time to time
1: yeah. yeah dude another one oh dude baseball baseball fights yeah there you go oh That's dude, fun. i love baseball fights mm-hmm. yeah they are it is so fun
0: um, dude i'll go down like oddly specific like interview rabbit holes with people i find charismatic so oh, like, interesting okay for a okay. while i would just listen to like every vince vaughn interview that there was just because yeah. I find him wildly charismatic, and I think I kind of wanted to study his charisma, so I yeah. did a Vince Vaughn anything. I'm on like a Chuck Klosterman interview thing. So this author Chuck Klosterman, who I really like, yeah, um, kind of a recluse like me a little bit. Like he's he's not he doesn't appear on a lot of media. Like he doesn't have a blog and he doesn't have social media really. But yeah, um, so like I, I enjoy listening to Klosterman. Um, so I'll, I'll go down kind of those rabbit holes for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: no, dude, like one of my favorite, oh, dude, it's, I don't know, I don't know what it is, just going back to, I saw this one, I'm trying to remember, if I find the clip again, I'll send it to you, but it's this, it's the clip of this defensive lineman who catches an interception, snags it out of the air one-handed, right, and he's rumbling down the field, and you see this—you see this. I guess it would be a wide receiver mm-hmm. come to the left uh-huh. and like try to catch him. And you see him look over like this, and he sticks his hand out and just like palms the guy's helmet, yeah. shoves him backward, yeah, with one arm and rumbles in for the TD.
0: Well, dude, dude the, the oh. probably the most famous one of of those is, and I'm sure you've watched this, Leon Lett in the Super Bowl the old Dallas Cowboys defensive tackle, who was really a – it's a shame, Josh, because he's famous for a couple of these kind of boneheaded plays that he made throughout the yeah. course of his career. But he was he was a tremendous athlete and a tremendous player, a big guy. I think he was from an HBCU. It might have been like Savannah State, or somebody can well actually me on that and actually tell me what it was. But he had like – I don't think it was an interception. I think it was like a strip sack fumble – And he picked up the ball, and he was rumbling into the end zone in the Super Bowl against the Bills. And Don Beebe, who was this little white receiver that Buffalo had, who had blazing speed, like chased him down. And just as Leon Lett was about to cross the goal line, he was at like the one-yard line, Beebe stripped the ball out. Oh, that's great. Yes, I did see that. And Leon Lett lost his touchdown in the Super Bowl. And it was a game that the Cowboys were winning, and they were going to win anyway. But it kind of became this... Like it, way in the pre-internet era, it would have become a meme. You know what I mean? It was like right. this memeified right. moment, and uh, yeah. I always felt really yeah. bad for him about that. Yeah, because he was a really yeah. good football player. Yeah, Le- Leon yeah, Let sure. Leon Let family, if you're listening, like you, yeah. your career was better than people give you credit for.
1: Yeah, Leon, you are you are more than your your you're more than your fumble.
0: Well, and then he had another one in a snow game, and I'll never forget this. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was in
1: Thanksgiving blunder.
0: Yeah. I was in Mount Vernon, yeah. Illinois. I was watching at, at my, my grandmother and, and grandfather, Gwen and Tony's house. And I was with my dad and we're watching this and it was weird because there was snow in Dallas mm. and there was a bunch of snow in Texas stadium. And it was uh it was Cowboys dolphins. And the, they had, the Cowboys had partially blocked a field goal. And it was like, trickling into the end zone and leon let went to like try to recover it and he like kicked it out of the back of the end zone or whatever poor guy (laughs) i mean he he (laughs) he couldn't catch a break in these situations you know the
1: things that you will be remembered for yeah yeah for sure Listeners, I'd love to hear from you guys. What are some YouTube rabbit holes that you find yourself in? Because uh, those are just a few of ours, and I'm sure that I'll have more. I'll have I'll have more to report, right? But but those are those are the ones I'm enjoying right now. So send me nice, send me send me the best, you know, defensive or offensive lineman, you know, touchdowns. Uh, those are always super fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, any uh, nice like sparring sessions? I'll forward on to Ted. Yeah, um, that'd be that'd be legit. So listeners, we thank you guys for listening. You know where to find us. You can find us on all the socials, at CluckCast. That's where we're at. Make sure to click the link in the description of this episode uh, to get some Cluck socks, the best athletic or leisure socks on the market today. Elites. They are elite. They are worn by elites. Yeah. They look elite. And uh, get yours today and become one of the elites. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keep your eyes and ears out soon future for some amazing cluck boxing gloves even if you don't box you yeah. know i'm just saying you need to get a pair of these once once they hit the market you need to get a pair yeah you put them on your shelf them up, put them in the them office up, you, know, yeah. you know you know hang, hang them up by the laces you yep. know you know yep. you know yeah, it's a saying. you know what it, it is
0: good. it's yeah. a conversation piece it's a it, conversation massive. starter yeah massive yeah.
1: massive and even if it's not people look at that and be like oh you know this guy or girl. You know, you know they've got a pass. I'm not gonna mess with them. Don't mess with them. Yeah. Don't mess, you them. Know. Yeah. Don't boxing mess with gloves them, man. on the wall. I mean, boxing exactly. gloves on the wall. I'm just saying. Just saying. I know. Yeah. All right. All right, listeners. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of Cluck later.